to Las Vegas, Nevada, where I have the WBA Bantamweight champion of the world, Jamie Mitchell, who this Saturday night takes on Carly Skelly, defending her title live on the zone. And uh, from Phoenix, Arizona, what's happening, Jamie? Hey, how you doing, sir? Doing good, doing good. Uh, what, what's it mean uh, when I say the words, the WBA Bantamweight champion of the world? Is it, that doesn't get old, does it? It doesn't get old, and it's not surprising. I've always known that I was a champion. So uh, before we take a step uh, forward to Saturday night, let's just take a quick step back to uh, that night in, in Liverpool, England, where you defeated Shannon Courtney to win the Bantamweight Championship. You, you know, you did something that, that, that a lot of fighters, you know, you know, can't do, that, and that's win a decision in the home country of another fighter. And uh, you were able to do that. Talk about uh, the, the October 9th fight uh, against Shannon Courtney. Uh, the October... October 9th fight against Shannon Courtney was, I loved every moment of it, the buildup um, all the way to the, you know, moment we fought, you know, it was, it was pretty amazing. Um, you know, of course, yes, it's very hard, you know, almost impossible to go to, you know, someone else's hometown, let alone, you know, across the world and win a title was, it's pretty hard. So it says a lot about myself and, just my willpower and my relentlessness in in the game, you know what I mean. And um, nothing nothing taken away from Shannon Courtney. She was a very you know, you know, tough fight as well. So, yeah. But we got. A, I don't know. I don't know if you can see, but we have a heckler uh, chiming in. Some guy named Brian Cohen is is, is chiming in during during this uh, this interview here. So uh, I'll try not to get too preoccupied with his, his, his snide comments. He said that because you beat her ass, uh, Brian, obviously your manager, because you beat Shannon's ass. So, you know, when, when you were waiting for the decision, I mean, everyone on TV knew you won the fight, but you know how this game goes, waiting for the decision. But it was probably a couple minutes. It seemed like 10 minutes to you waiting for that decision. No, nah, I think I was still high, actually. I didn't even pay attention to how long it took, actually. Honestly, I knew I won. I mean, I knew I did everything I possibly could other than knock her out. Um, and to touch on that, you know, it's it's obviously cool to go to somebody else's country and knock them out. And, and, and obviously, yeah, you won the argument about it. But it's, it's it says a lot more to go full t- full 10 rounds in somebody else's backyard, cross country and, and get a d- decision, you know. So, you know, it, it, I, I enjoyed, like I said, the whole the whole buildup and, and every round, every second of every round, you know what I mean? And shout out to my team, you know, Black Cobra Striking System and also, uh, you know, my manager, Brian Cohen, you know. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, um, when did you start boxing? How did you get into the sport? All right. So let me see. All right, so I, started, I started boxing. um I was 16 years old when I started boxing, um, and I started competing in 2009. So, you know, I got into the sport because I was uh, one of those kids who likes to fight, uh, you know, real, I just was real good with my hands naturally. I love to fight, and I had a fight, you know, back when I was uh, 16, and I was always kind of strong, you know, I always had power that I had no business with, so... I got into a fight with one of the girls in the placements that I was in and I broke her jaw and I scared myself, you know, cause it looked like she had a stroke and I was like, yo, you know, I, I just, you know, didn't know what to do. So then we had like a little meeting 
and talked about, you know, what I was could do differently and stuff like that. And I didn't answer none of those questions. They was like, what can we get you to do to make you stop fighting? You're always fighting every single day, it seems like. So I told him that I wanted to box. So he threw me in the, in the gym like the next day. And uh, I fell in love with it. You know, it was something that I loved and something that I actually look forward to doing and something that, you know, made me actually do right. Because I, I couldn't do right as a kid. I didn't like rules. Listening to people wasn't my really my forte. And um, yeah, so that's what kind of got me started. Now, now, I know you're in Las Vegas now. Is this in Las Vegas or? No, this was in Texas. I actually okay. got shipped out of the state of California as a kid because they said I was too bad to be in the state of California. All I needed was a hug, really. But yeah, so they shipped me out of the state of um, California to Texas for until I was like 18. So you started competing in 2009. You turned pro in 2017. And, you know, you, you haven't looked back since. You're, you're undefeated. Uh, well, when did you, like I said, when did it go from, you know, you being a, a, a bad kid or whatever they said about you to Say, think of yourself, you know what, I can make something of myself being a professional boxer, you know, and, you know, be more than just someone who's just going in there to fight and make, making a paycheck. When did it kick in for you? Say, you know, what? I can be a world champion. Well, obviously it was levels to it. I mean, when I first got in there, I, I mean, I just wanted to fight, you know, I, mm -hmm. you know, he threw me my first day in a gym. He, I was 16 years old. He threw me in there with a 32 year old. I mean, she was tall too. She was kicking my butt, you know, and everybody was calling me Mike Tyson's daughter. <laughs> and, you know it kind of grew from that moment from that moment it was just like my coach um Danny Lujan back in California he pretty much told me I was going to the Olympics and this is the way you're going to fight it I was like wait you know this is too fast hold on let me think about this you know I didn't know you know that level you know so I went and I just did what he told me to do not knowing really what was all what it was all about you know what I mean and it just kind of went from that to like damn you know I lost the first day to just kind of becoming addicted to it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's definitely an addiction, boxing. Um, and it went from that to getting all the way to the finals, you know, just going every year and being consistent like I am. Anything I touch, I want to do it to the best of my abilities. And then, you know, went from that to feeling like, you know what, I'm not getting a fair shake in, in amateur boxing, man. Like, I don't know what fights you guys are looking at. How did you guys not give me that fight? And they went from that to saying, you know what, excuse my language, but fuck amateur boxing. I'm turning pro. We can't eat trophies, you know? So let's make some money out of this situation. And so it went from that to, you know, and it's, this is, this is a different kind of hustle, the pro game versus the amateur game. It's different, you know? Um, how, how many it, amateur fights did you have? I had like 50 amateur fights. Um. So, yeah. So, you know, then I, you know, I think I was like, three and oh or four and oh and that's when i ran into my manager um brian cohen and i didn't know that he was watching me the whole time in the amateurs you know what i mean it's just such a small world boxing you know what i mean and so you know i talked to him i, I think he gave me his number and said yo call me i called him and then boom you know what i mean it was on and cracking from there um and i've never looked back and i i love what i do you know what i mean and i'm just so so thankful to be able to you know, be doing what I love to do instead of doing what I have to do, you know? And you mentioned Brian. We met a kid around Brian's a close friend of mine. You, you're with a manager who focuses only on female boxing and you, you know, your, your teammates for lack of a better word, you, you know, are all, all these girls and you know, that, that, that he ha has under his wing. 
uh, he really is, you know, a proponent of um, of women's bo- you know, he of uh, women's boxing. How does that feel to know that, you know, he he he's pushing for, you know, for lack of a better term, the equality of women's boxing. Yeah, Brian is phenomenal. He's a as far as what he's doing um, for female boxing is is phenomenal. He he him and Clarissa, I would say. Or, or they're just both doing a tremendous job as far as female boxing and helping them, putting them on big platforms and, and helping them getting, you know, the money that they deserve. Of course, you know, we're working towards, you know, bigger and better, but, you know, I'm just so happy to be with him. I would, you know, I, I, would, I can't think of anybody else in, in boxing as far as female is concerned to, to, to choose to be able to work with. And obviously he's got several world champions, you know, uh, under, under his uh, regime. And so that's going to take us to Saturday night in Phoenix, Carly Skelly, who's coming over from England. She's undefeated only five fights four zero and one. What can you tell us about her? Um, I really can't say too much about it because I haven't been in the ring with her, but from what I've seen, um, you know, on, on YouTube, um, she's definitely going to be in shape. She's definitely going to be coming like a red nose pit bull. You know what I mean? So, um, those are the only thing, two things that I can say for certain about her, but other than that, I really can't say too much else, but you know, she's, she's a gang fighter and like, like me, she's been through, uh, it hasn't been easy for her in, in, in a game either. So she's definitely coming, uh, to try to take what's mine. And, and uh, you, you know, usually, you know, uh, like we we're talking before about going to someone's backyard. This time, you got the English girl coming to America. You feel, you know, a little bit more at ease uh, fighting. You know, you're fighting in Phoenix, which isn't too far from your home in Vegas. You're a little bit more at ease, you know, fighting at home. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, fight week, in terms, you, you know, you're not flying across the world. You, you know, you have a short flight to to Phoenix, and you know, later in the week, and is it a little bit? more uh just i guess e- easy for you this week no no i, I don't <laughs> never feel like any fight is at ease i don't care if it's down the street or <laughs> overseas I, I don't never fall into that trap you know every, every fight is tough and hard in its own way in its own respect and this is gonna be a more uh touching fight for me because it's my first title defense so it would it would officially make me a world champion you know what i mean so it's not a nothing i'm not at ease i'm not comfortable i'm never i don't never want to be comfortable i don't never want to feel any of those type of emotions you uh you've heard the term when you become a world champion you become 10 15 whatever 25 percent better does this camp you feel that way that that you you're a better fighter than you were you know when you stepped in the ring last october because maybe the the confidence level now that you're a world champion yeah, because I, I, I do, because I'm always obsessed with getting better. I'm never content with, oh, I won that fight. Okay, you know, uh, I won that fight, but then I look at fights that I had with Shannon Courtney, let's say, and and then what did I do wrong? Why couldn't I knock her out? And I when I go and I, and I fixate on that and I kind of go and I tell my coach, like, coach, I want to work on this. Or, you know, he'll tell me, you know, we need to work on this. Or, you know, so um, – I, I thought I was kind of going back to the gym. I took a week off um, from the Shannon Courtney fight and I went right back to the gym and I've been working ever since. And I thought uh-huh. that I was going to rematch Shannon. So I was preparing to, you know, work on things with Shannon. But then when we got the call, well, actually I got the hint back in November that I'll be, you know, so 
I shifted my focus to, okay, now we need to work on these things for, for, for this type of a, a style with a lefty and um Skelly. So yeah, I'm always working and trying to get better and always, you know, you know, being a world champion, you have to have that in you. Not that you're looking past uh, Skelly, but you, do you feel at some point a rematch with Shannon is in your future? Um, I'm, I'm thinking so. I'm not quite sure, but you know, we just take the fights, you know, that my manager brings to me. And we kind of like, we worry about that when we get there, you know? If I'm not mistaken, uh, what, what you, you're trained to split T boxing gym? Yes, sir. I am. Talk, talk about that, you know, split T management and everything like that. And you got, got a nice gym out there in Las Vegas. And also being out in Las Vegas, you see, you know, I know you say you're from Texas and, you know, being out in Las Vegas where there's a lot of great, you know, boxing climate culture out there, you probably get great work out there. Yeah. Um, I'm from actually Los Angeles, California, born and raised. Um, mm-hmm. But being out in Vegas, it's a cool atmosphere. It's just like you got everybody from everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, from all parts of the U.S., you know, even the world coming out here, you know, um, and my gym, Split T Gym, he's a phenomenal guy, Eric. Uh, he, he, one thing I can say about him, he's I've never been to a gym like his before. It's like usually it's just all business, which it is business. We do take care of business. But, you know, once a month we have a get together. It could be well Christmas party or we can go to the range. And, you know, you know, he's a very family orientated kind of a gym, too. So it, it's it's really cool to see that he does so much for us. You know what I mean? And, and you know, allowing the, 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 the fighters to have a job working in the gym as well. So they can make extra money outside of uh, fights and stuff like that. So he's a really good guy. And I love the gym. I love the atmosphere. Good last couple of questions. What do you want to say to fans out there? I'm sure you made some fans last October. Got to see you win the WBA Bantamweight World Championship. And uh, now you're going to be back on the zone uh, this uh, Saturday night in, in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, what do you want to tell the fans out there? Just keep watching. Keep sticking with me and my growth. Um didn't make enough fans. Follow me on Instagram, Jamie the Miracle Mitchell, Facebook and Twitter, Jamie the Miracle Mitchell. And, you know, keep keep tuning in. Keep watching. Make sure you guys tune in February 5th on The Zone and, and support your girl, Jamie the Miracle Mitchell. I, I, I've asked a lot of the female fighters as I've, I've interviewed them. Ever since, I guess, the Olympic movement, I guess, in maybe 2012, do you feel there's a lot more depth now, a lot more potential real big fights out there for you, uh, you know, it's maybe since the Olympic movement? Um, I can say, you know, that the amateur program where this Olympics are just the amateurs, you know, all the talent's coming from the amateurs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, there's definitely talent out there. There's definitely girls coming up that's hungry. Um, I can't remember the girl's name, but she just she just fought this past Saturday. She's another talented girl. She's up and coming. I think she's two and or three and oh now. You know, I actually used her my last camp. Phenomenal fighter. So it's a lot of talents out there that's 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 coming up. And I just want to be able to pave help pave the way for those ladies coming up. Uh, you you is there a couple of dream fights out there? Someone that you're targeting for down the road that 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 is maybe that fight that's going to even bring you to another level possible. I think the dream fight for me, I mean, I'm not I'm not quite sure, maybe I'm speaking out of turn or speaking out of sequence, but I think the dream fight for me would be uh um Ebony Bridges. I think that would be a good fight that uh, people want to see, and that I think that would put me at another level as well. 
So and obviously she's gained a lot of popularity over the last uh, you know couple of years or so. Uh, yeah. Where can where can the fans find you on social media? Um, my fans can find me on Jamie the Miracle Mitchell, and that's all three um, platforms: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Well, we thank you for a few minutes of your time. We look forward to seeing you this Saturday night live on The Zone when you defend the WBA Bantamweight Championship against Carly Skelly. It should be an outstanding fight, and uh, we wish you best of luck, and we'll talk to you along the way. Appreciate you. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you very much.